Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into the show on this Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Glad to have you with us on this beautiful Tuesday. Hope it's everything that you wanted it to be. And as we talked about yesterday, just a little teaser yesterday about this subject matter and that's okay um i think what we're about to get into is a little bit more in depth and maybe some some insight insight that we did not have uh just because there's there's not really anything more than rumors necessarily that are flying out there i mean it's pretty well confirmed i would think uh, but it hasn't been announced officially uh, that we know of. The rumors are so strong and circulating so heavily. Yeah, ignore that part. Clearly, something has leaked. Now, whether it was leaked intentionally or whether it just wasn't kept very well, I don't know. But I, mean, I, I almost think we've moved beyond rumors and we've moved to you know, unconfirmed fact, maybe. Yes. So on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us now is George Plaster. George, when you and I talked over the weekend, we were expecting a press conference this morning, but uh, that, well, you know how things go. Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, I guess you'd call it a a fluid situation. Look, (laughs) the the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, the fact of the matter is Eddie George is going to be the new football coach at Tennessee State University. Let me say right off the bat, mixed feelings. Rod Reed is a really good man. Uh, I consider him a friend. Um, I'm, I'm sure you guys have had him on uh, a wonderful person. And wherever this takes him in his next journey in life, I want to wish him the very best because I consider him a friend and a really good man. Eddie George is going to do a lot of things for Tennessee State. I think, number one, there's going to be a buzz around that program that hasn't been there in a while, that only somebody like a Heisman Trophy winner and a 10,000-yard rusher could bring to the table. I have no doubt that those kids are going to be really excited about playing for Eddie George. Yeah, there will be questions he doesn't have the past coaching history, but I can tell you this, when he goes ahead and announces the staff that he is hiring, there are going to be some names on there that are going to flabbergast you uh, because it's, it's a who's who of some past football. 
And I, I don't feel like it's fair for me to go into it, even though I know some of the names. But just suffice it to say, they're going to get your attention. They're going to get your attention, George. And they're going to create the buzz, and they're going to win the press conference, and they're going to do all that stuff. Are they going to win football games? Because at the collegiate level, at the HBCU level, where none of those names, because I'm familiar with some of them as well, have any experience at the HBCU level, and few of those names have experience at the collegiate level. And that's the gamble, Mo, as you know. Excuse me, I just dropped the phone. I apologize. (laughs) Um, That wasn't very broadcast-ish, was it? Hey, Um, it's all right. You're the guest today. You get to do stuff like that. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And and Mo is absolutely right that, uh, you know, who knows where this is going to go. The first thing is I think Tennessee State University needs a little bit of football identity right now that has been lacking, and that's not – all Rod Reed's fault. The school really has not done a lot either. I went to their game on Sunday, and, you know, it made me realize Hale Stadium with a little bit of work could be a pretty darn attractive um, proposition. 16,000, 18,000-seat stadium, um, but it hasn't been worked on in a long time. Sounds like I'm talking about Vandy. But in this case, I'm talking about Tennessee State. There's a lot of positives. There's an indoor practice facility uh, that's available. So he's got some resources. And I think, Mo, he's also got an alumni group that is dying to help him. Uh, They've been quiet for a while, but I think that's going to be one of Eddie's strong suits is reaching out to them and saying, listen, I need your help as well. It's going to be interesting, obviously. Um As you said, George, I I second every comment that you made regarding Rod Reed. Um, 18 years on the coaching staff over there, the last 11 as head coach, served as defensive coordinator before that, Um, an alumnus. Um, Obviously, the program has underachieved under his leadership relative to what you would expect. Because as you look at Tennessee State and you look at the Ohio Valley Conference, it's tough to understand. They're in the biggest city in the conference by far, obviously. Um, As you mentioned, the facilities are all there. Everything is there for, for Tennessee State to be successful athletically. And so the question becomes, why are they not? And I think I think that question probably goes beyond football, to be honest. But right now, that's what we're talking about. And so, um, we come to the gamble, as you said. And and I think there's going to be two factions as people consider this situation. I think you're going to see people that are going to say, "Okay, Eddie George is going to create some buzz, and." Tennessee State is going to get some buzz out of this, and it's up to them to build on it. I think there's going to be another faction that's going to say, what if you had done this with, quote, a real football coach, you know, someone who's got some collegiate football coaching experience, either in or out of the HBCU realm, and provide the support financially that it's going to take to bring in some of these names that we referred to that that some of us know who they are and and 
out of respect for them and the process, don't want to say. But, you know, what if you had actually done this with either an up-and-coming or an established football coach instead of a name? Well, you're absolutely right. The point that you're driving home is, you know, they should have taken care of one of their own. And that's one of the things I feel bad about with Rod Reed. I also wonder if there comes a point in the modern-day coaching where you reach a shelf life of about 10 years and all of a sudden people stop listening to you, the message gets old. I am starting to buy that more than I used to. Mm -hmm. The Mike Krzyzewski's of 30 coaching, that's probably a thing of the past that we're never going to see again. That said, um, now it's, Now it's Eddie George's turn. And one of the things that I think is going to help him is that he's got a guy like Jeff Fisher who has already done a ton to help him and is going to continue to help him, even though he won't be, quote, part of the staff. He certainly will be a resource that Eddie can lean on at any point. I'm really impressed with the level of how much Jeff Fisher cares for Eddie George. It's a former player of his, but gosh, that's now been, what, 16, 17 years ago. And apparently their relationship is still really strong. And I know that Jeff is pretty proud of this moment that's happening. And I think that's part of what is going to be a really cool story here. Yeah, speaking with George Plaster on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, uh, George, when you really deep dive into this thing, are you surprised that Eddie George would take the Tennessee State football coaching position? Chris, I was initially, um, when I first found out about this, and this has been several weeks ago, and... um, That was my first thought was Eddie George has been successful at every last thing he's ever done. And, you know, I admire that because God gives us all different talents. I feel like he gave me one or two, but it looks like he gave Eddie about 10 and Eddie's successful at every last one of them. But I will tell you this story. The first year that the Oilers were in town, Eddie George and I did a post game show together at Rio Bravo which was down near Vandy, down near the stadium where they were playing that year. Eddie is the most fierce competitor I have ever been around. When they lost, it was miserable to do a show with him. He and I laugh about it from time to time now, and I'm hoping we're able to laugh about it later this afternoon uh, when I get him on the show. The um, he, he just, there's a burning desire, there's a competitor in him that I'm not sure all of us, well, we saw it as a player, but I'm not sure we see it in what he's been doing since then. And I think that that level of passion is what has driven this whole deal. I mean, that's a, you're right in the sense that Eddie George is going to be as competitive as anybody, but I just, uh, when Eddie George walks into an 18-year-old's house and he's not touched a football since that kid was two years old, 
you know, is that going to be enough? Is, you know, is he going to have to carry the Heisman Trophy with him when he goes into these recruiting visits? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I ask, I say this because, I mean, there's there's some, some folks on Facebook who will tell you that he was at East Nashville earlier this year and there wasn't a kid on the team who knew who he was. I know that scary and I run into that from time to time when I say to a 25 year old do you know who CM Newton is (laughs) and they look at me like you know uh, I might have asked might as well have asked about Muammar Gaddafi (laughs) and and it is it it, I mean it that part's scary so you know they're gonna have to do a good job of creating the narrative and showing the film of him and and all that kind of stuff and, and what it was he accomplished and then he's going to have to go sell himself, not necessarily as the former player or the former Heisman Trophy winner, but as a football coach who is taking a program and moving, you know, on the ride. That's what he's going to have to do. I mean, you've asked a great question, and the truth of it is, I guess I've been in a four-corner stall to say, I don't really know the answer, <laughs> but I know this. He's going to find out the answer pretty early. Yeah. Um. Again, we're speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with George Plaster. And, um, George, clearly this move on the part of Tennessee State mirrors a move that resulted in Deion Sanders being named as football coach down at Jackson State. Um, Oh, by the way, TSU and Jackson State will play in the Southern Heritage Classic September 11th at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. But, um... This mirrors Dion or Jackson State and Dion. And somebody will listen to this segment and and come to the conclusion that I'm not an Eddie George fan. That's not true at all. Loved what he did on the field for the Tennessee Titans when he was doing it. Eddie George is not Dion Sanders. And so when you're talking about buzz and that kind of thing, you know, Eddie's not been on the NFL network and he's not had the E60 and the 30 for 30 and all the other stuff to stay out in front of people, you know, the subway commercials, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing, to stay out in front of folks the way Dion has, you know, Coach Prime and all that other stuff. So I get what TSU is trying to do with this move. I'm not sure that all of the pieces mirror the pieces in Jackson for this to have the impact that Jackson State expects it to have. And I'm not even sure that the jury is in on whether or not it's had the impact in Jackson. So I see what you're trying to do. I'm not sure I agree with the, with the concept. Yeah, and only time will tell whether this works or not. Uh, the one thing that that I will say in Eddie George's corner mm-hmm. is that there's a substance about him. There's a believability about him. When he walks into that, you know, when he walked into Rio Bravo on those days, um, that's um, man. There's there's a believability factor in him when he talks. He is sincere. First of all, he's a good person. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've always felt that way about him. 
but there's also a believability about him and a credibility, a work ethic uh, from his pro days. I think that's what he's going to have to sell to parents is, listen, I did win a Heisman Trophy, and I'll be glad to show it to you if that matters. But here's the substance behind me, and that is I'm going to get this program turned in the right direction. I'm going to get people behind me that maybe haven't been a part of the program in a while, and we're going to get this thing on the move. And the question is whether you, Mr. Recruit A or B, are willing to buy this and be a part of something special. And I think that's what Eddie's going to sell, if I had to guess. So basically what George Plaster is saying is that the best part about Eddie George is he's not Deion Sanders. Sanders. (laughs) Because the difference... I can see that. The difference is when Deion walks in, it's charisma. It's all about the show. But when Eddie George walks in, it's about the football. As Boots Donnelly would say... It's about the steak, not the sizzle. Hey. All Flash hat, no and dash cow. versus yeah. substance. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that. Maybe all cattle, no hat. There we go. I'm just saying. Yeah. That, and that could work. I'm not saying it's not going to work. I just don't think it's the same necessarily, uh, the same idea. I mean, what's next? John Stallworth at A&M? <laughs> I mean. Hey. I don't know. Jackson State's on a three-game losing streak right now, mm. so uh, <laughs> including a loss to Alabama A&M. Here's the one thing, guys, that I will say because I, I've I've heard and seen and, and read some of the stuff about lack of coaching experience. I will say this: with Jeff Fisher's help, he has assembled a group, and and personally, I think Eddie. I think one of his strengths is he knows what he doesn't know. And I think he's going to be willing to listen to some of those people who can mentor him a little bit uh, and, and, you know, get him on a fast track of certain things he may not know all that much about. Jeff Fisher is certainly one of those resources that's available to him, and he's been smart enough to use that already. But there are others uh, that are going to be on that staff that you're going to be able to go, wow. Okay, I can see that. All right. Well, I I am looking forward to hearing some of those names. That sure. is that is that is what is going to make me either a believer or not. And I think that's uh that's the key. So And and well, I think the key is I think everybody wants to see this work. I think a lot of people and and I'm in this camp are skeptical but I think everybody wants to see Tennessee State get this right, to see Tennessee State get football right and get it to where, you know, most everybody in this community expect it to be. There you go. Mo, I think you you hit the nail on the head earlier about what resources there are in this city. And the Tennessee State football in the Ohio Valley Conference ought to be up at the top or near the top. And that's what they're going to try to achieve. Whether this ends up being the right move or not, I at least like the fact that they have thought out of the box a little bit, that they have gotten in a room and said, okay, what about X or what about Y? And I'm like y'all, I guess initially I was surprised.
surprised that he was willing to do it. But then I got to thinking of my real Bravo days with him, and I was like, there is a big-time competitor who hates to lose, hates to lose maybe as much as any human being that I have ever come in contact with. There is something useful about that. Mm -hmm. There's no question. George, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We appreciate it, and you will be uh, you will be welcomed back on this show very soon. So, <laughs> well, let's leave it this way: Mo deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take what we can get right now, George Pastor. Hey, go go ahead. Can I say one other thing, real quick? Absolutely. Mo, did you see the call a couple of nights ago in the Braves game? How did they how did they miss that? His blood pressure had just gotten uh, down. Yeah, we, we were just um, getting that dealt with, George. So thanks for bringing it back up. To answer your oh. question, yes, I did see it. <laughs> what, is, what are they doing? Um, we, have, we have discussed this at length. Ad, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. <laughs> and, you know, the fact of the matter is, if that's what you're going to get out of review, then you probably need to get rid of it. So. Yeah. I, I was... I, I was watching it. A friend of mine had had a phone, you know, that, that would allow him to see it. I know I'm a little behind on all this. <laughs> but I'm watching that as I'm sweating out the Preds game. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the arena um, watching it. I'm in Section 304, and I'm watching this. And I couldn't believe it when they said run scores. And I love the fact that Snicker went out there and told them to take their replay and shove it up their butt. Uh, I, Bobby Cox would have been carried off that field. Somebody, oh, my God. But, somebody posted on Facebook last night, Bobby Cox would be in prison. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ejection number 135. Oh, without question. Without question. Oh, See man. you guys later. All right, Looking George. forward to talking to you again. That's George Plaster on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. When we return, it's uh, – more. More. College, pro, Titans, Preds, Preds probably. Hmm? Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to all that and more. And it's, it's top, top five, five Tuesday. Tuesday. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. 